Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, everyone. Hello, all the listeners of This Is Getting Old. May I recommend during this holiday season that you go to gettingoldpod.com, where you can find the affiliate link for Amazon. Ho, ho, ho. There, you can get a nice little kickback for the good boys of This Is Getting Old. Why not help everybody out this holiday season? Merry Christmas! Just human And I'm getting old Just getting old Just getting old Welcome to another episode of This Is Getting Old. I am your host, John, and with me I have my co-host... Clark. Clark. Like, wait, like Clark Griswold Clark? It's funny you should say that. It's like you're foreshadowing our episode. I don't know what you're talking about. Let's just say this. There's a little bit of a theme going on today, and Christmas happens to be that theme. Before we get into that, uh, there's a couple things I wanted to bring up today before uh, we get into the episode. So, two announcements have been made today at different times. And uh, I'm interested to hear your opinion on these things. So around, I think, 10 to 11 o'clock, the trailer for Avengers Endgame came out. Did you say Endgame? Endgame. That is correct. Oh, the Marvel's still making movies? <laughs> yeah, somehow there's... St- I'm just kidding. Oh, no, I'm thinking Fox. So yeah, Marvel is doing fantastic. Um... But here's the one thing I wanted to mention about this. So I posted it on the uh, Facebook page just to see what people's reaction was going to be. And, you know, it's mostly been positive. People are really excited for this. If you watch the trailer, there's not one punch thrown. There's only five characters shown. There's no hint at what is going to happen, who is going to die, who's going to come back, nothing. And the best part is, all they did was slowly play music... They talked, and they kind of just gave you that I'm home again feeling. Like, the moment I heard my characters that I've loved for the last ten years start speaking, I was like, this is what I need to be watching. I am so glad it's coming back. So, okay, so it makes me wonder which characters you are talking about, because the only reason I say that is because I haven't seen Infinity Wars. Truth be told, haven't seen the first one. However, clearly we all know what happens so I'm not it's not like a spoiler deal Ashley and I are definitely going to watch it at some point it just took us I think probably three or four months ago we watched we went all the way back to Winter Soldier and watched everything and so we're caught up except for Infinity War yeah so good right so good I know we talked about that in our top ten favorites but yeah that's so good oh and a little hint if you haven't watched Infinity War this is all I'll tell you 
Okay, so you just snapped. That was listen, a snap. I know, listen, I've seen, I've seen a thousand memes. I've, I know what happens. My question is, the thing that we all know that, the other thing we know that happens is times reverse probably or something, right? Something to do with Doctor Strange. Yeah, in a way. Okay. Um, Doctor Strange plays a pretty pivotal part in the movie. I mean, it's just, it's not like... We've seen it, so this isn't a. We don't gotta say spoiler alert. And I haven't even seen Infinity War, so I couldn't spoil anything anyway. Um, so the trailer consisted of Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson. You had Chris Evans as Captain America. You had a nice little kind of like sending away monologue by Robert Downey Jr., who last we knew was kind of almost alone. I'll say that. I'm trying not to spoil it for you. He's in um, space, right? He's in space. Okay. Um, he and then you have uh, Ronan is what we assume Ronan is Hawkeye um, he was in the trailer he didn't say anything but that man looked badass in that trailer and then finally you saw a little little teaser at the end of the trailer of Ant-Man well just kind of I know your question basically is am I excited what do I think about it Mm-hmm. Even even not seeing Infinity Wars yet, I, I mean, I'm excited. The only reason we, we're, we're behind is because we have a newborn. And we were pregnant last year, and I don't know, man, just we're busy. That's the only thing. That's it. That's, that's why I feel really bad for Sam, because it technically comes out, um, I think, May 3rd. And she is due to give birth, uh, I think, May 25th. So, no, yeah, so she's a little upset, but she's like, I, I'm still going to go see it. I have to because you're going to talk about it all the time. And I'm like, I, it's, it's hard not to talk about something that's truly amazing. Well, there you go. So, um, the other thing that I wanted to mention today, and this is purely for probably just you and I, maybe a couple of other listeners, Celebrity Deathmatch is coming back on MTV. That's crazy. Dude, I remember watching that in the like late '90s. Oh my gosh, it was so good. <laughs> right, there. I, it's it's one of those shows that it's one of the only claymation shows I watched that I didn't like freak out because I hated claymation. But it was just so much humor. There was so much you could do with it. It felt like they had no limits. And then the one episode I remember, you know, forever is Tim the Tool Man Taylor versus Seinfeld. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny because just for our our, our uh, episodal um, shout out to WWE, mm-hmm. the, my, the big the greatest memory I have basically is uh, Stone Cold versus Vince McMahon, and the Undertaker was involved. He had a, he he gave uh, Stone Cold a tombstone, I believe, and Stone Cold I think I think beats the living heck out of Vince McMahon with it. But anyway, yeah, I mean it's. I think one of the first episodes was um, Charles Manson versus Marilyn Manson. I mean, it was there's some really good episodes, and it's hilarious. And you had you had uh, uh, Mills Lane, you know, as the what's that a judge referee? Not the yeah. judge re- ref. What's it in boxing? Is it a ref? It's technically a ref. Yeah. Okay. And then of course he had his own TV show later. But God, what a, that is that's exciting. The re- rebooting that? Yeah. It said uh, rebooting it, like bringing okay. it back is what I read. So I was like, oh, sweet, let's, I'm so excited for that. Which is like a so, shout backwards towards our last episode. 
That's right, reboots and remakes. There we go. So, okay. Let's jump into this right away. And before we really dive in hard, I guess hard. Well, let's talk about Die Hard. I mean, we're talking about Christmas movies. Let's just mention Die Hard. So Wait a minute. Are you, saying is, that, are you saying that it's a Christmas movie? That's the question. That's the real question. Because that's it's so much up to debate. Is it a Christmas movie? Well, what, what did they say on Facebook? Because we actually posed this question to the listeners on the This Is Getting Old Facebook page. I know we had some, you know, uh, some pretty good responses. Yeah, um, it looks like we got a couple good votes, but tied for second place is It's Complicated, which I completely agree. It's definitely a complicated situation. Yeah, same. And that's tied with No Way. And Kinda Sorta got one vote. And finally, you have the leader. Yes, of course it is. Now, my only question is, is that just people saying that because they want it to be? so bad because they want a badass action movie as a Christmas movie? Well, I would I would just say that I would consider Home Alone a badass action movie. That's my humble opinion. That's the other thing. Is, is Home Alone a Christmas movie? I mean, I get it takes place at Christmas, but he's... I guess maybe he is, because he's alone for Christmas. I, they mention that a lot. I, I guess. I don't know. It's so weird. It's so hard to pinpoint it. What defines a Christmas movie? Well, I, Miss, Miss Gray, Teresa Gray, I know you voted in our poll. And I know she, she was my middle school chorus teacher. And we, I, re- we, I recall. We sang the, uh, the uh, memory song from Home Alone. I'm somewhere in my memory. That song, and of course we were kids in the choir boy. We sounded, I mean, we sounded good. Once my voice changed, I sounded terrible, um, as everyone knows here on this podcast. But I, I just want to again say I'm sorry, Miss Gray, that I sound so bad. I used to sound good. You taught me well, but then I got older and I, I'm terrible. But yes. we did sing that song just to kind of bring it full circle. Well, if it makes you feel any better, I can't sing to save my life. So uh, nope, don't make me feel any better. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so if I seem slow at all this episode, um, I'm sorry. I've been up since like 3.30 in the morning. Uh, it's been a long day at work, but you know, got what we needed done and got off early. I just started early. This is the only issue. And it's the weekend. I know you're a big boss man now at your, at your job, but it's the weekend and you don't. it's not like you're on call during the weekend, right? Uh, we should not be. The only time I would be on call, it would be Sunday night just because our drivers start at Technically, Sunday night is when they load their trucks. Okay. Well, before we get really going, I do want to... I feel like it's kind of a tradition at this point. Um, I do have a beer here that um, I w- I'd like to open. I got it at Publix, and it's um, from Highland Brewing, Asheville, North Carolina. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold it up so you can see it. I don't know. Can you see that? Which way do you need to go? Yeah, Left or right? Can you see it? it it's colorful. Um, go up a little bit for me. Um it almost looks like it has the, uh, what was that TV show, uh, Greatest American Hero? kind of looks <laughs> like that emblem. It does. Yeah, it does. It's a, it's a, 
I think it's a microbrewery in Asheville, North Carolina. It's called uh, Gaelic Ale. It's a 5.5 percenter. And um, I'm going to pop that open right now. Asheville, North Carolina, Highland Brewing, Gaelic Ale. This, and and uh, Highland Brewing is Asheville's first, or Gaelic Ale, Asheville's first beer. All right, so I'm going to get this going. I'm not sure if we can get this on. Let's get a quick sip. Well, that's not bad at all. That's really refreshing. Okay. Are you drinking anything tonight? Yes, I am. Um, uh, I was prescribed this. Uh, uh, he's a um, professional that I know. Um, he likes. He knows that I like the flavor cherry, um, Dr. Pepper. Uh, so, um, Dr. Pepper <laughs> cherry. <laughs> I know I sound like a jackass when I said that. The doctor, the doctor. I was like, is he about to talk about popping pills or something? Uh, like, nope, just the doctor, just the, Mr. Pepper. Mr. Pepper. Um, yeah, so there you Dude, go. Well, just go slow on that, okay? I know how it affects you. Of course. So we have no true direction tonight. Um, we didn't go for favorites. We have stuff that we love. Like, for instance, there's three movies that I watch every single year for Christmas, no matter what. So we'll talk about those. Um, we didn't list them because, honestly, I don't know how to organize these movies, really. Because you have, like, the Rankin and Bass movies. I'm sure you're familiar with them. That's the Frosty the Snowman, uh, the Day... Uh, uh, I'm sorry, the, uh, the Year Without a Santa Claus, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Ranger. That's all those. It's kind of hard to separate them because they were the same creator, and I get what they were going for with a lot of them. And I get a lot of them sucked towards the end of uh, Rankin and Bass. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna lie, but it's the same concept as there's some good Hanna Barbera Hanna Barbera cartoons, and there's some really bad ones. So it's kind of hard to pick and choose what I would like out of it. So I'm just gonna say Rankin and Bass. I really like those movies, but I don't know where to rank them amongst stuff that I really enjoy. Okay, I do want to ask real quick, or at least just make a point, that I feel like I need to say, because I like a lot of Christmas movies, with my, my wife, we she watches everything you can think of, everything from the classics that are in black and white, that you, if you know me, you know, like, it's black and white, I'm not, I'm not going to like it, but... She watches the classics all the way up to like the Hallmark, like one-off terrible Christmas movies, um, and everything in between. So, she, we watch them all. We watch everything, and so so my question is not question, but I guess question: Do you think it's okay if we mention the ones that we also hate? Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Why not? Okay. I so, do. Do uh, you know? Do you know if the um, Frosty the Snowman, not Frosty the Snowman. It's the what's the one that had one of them had John Goodman singing in it. Oh God! Um, it's like the Return of Frosty, maybe Frosty's yeah, Return. Yeah, I think Frosty's Return or Return of Frosty. It was really bad. Oh, Ashley knows because we were watching terrible it, one. and at one point I looked at her. I'm like, "What the hell is this?" And I uh, like John Goodman. I enjoyed John Goodman. I mean, he was in Roseanne, and he was Fred Flintstone, and he was in my second favorite movie of all time. Oh, don't, talk about, don't talk about the Flintstones movies. I don't care. They're all terrible. Listen, he was Big Dan Teague in Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? 
uh, one of the pr- pretty good villains. And he was a smooth-talking, you know, slick salesman type guy. Um, but when that, that son of a gun tries to sing as Frosty, oh, my gosh, it's so bad. Yeah, John Goodman is Frosty's return, 1992. Yeah, that was terrible. I remember that one. But it comes on regularly. Like it's, I mean, it almost seems like a, a sequel to the original Frosty. Well, if I'm not mistaken, it's still Rankin and Bass, right? Yeah, right. So, so that's that's why. I did, like I said, towards the end, Rankin and Bass stuff was just garbage. Well, then we can agree on on that at least. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about the most recent thing that came out because honestly, I think I'm gonna might add this to my. Uh, movies that I watch every year. Um, so the Santa Claus Chronicles on Netflix with Kurt Russell. It was a fantastic movie. I get it's corny, but it was fantastic. I believe a couple months ago you sent me the trailer. It was it you? You sent me the trailer, didn't you? Oh yeah. And I was like, oh my god, because Kurt. I mean, I like Kurt Russell. I mean, of course he's an actor, so he has a couple of hit or miss movies. But he's you know he's in Tombstone and he's a badass dude. So when he's Santa Claus, and he looks the part so, oh my God, looks so good. I haven't seen it yet, full disclosure. Ash and I haven't seen it, but we we queued it up. We're going to play it when we were putting up the Christmas tree. But I had to be in the other room, and I was like, nope, we can't do that. Well, I got, I've got to sit down and watch it. And so we did. We haven't seen it yet. So you're, you're telling me that it's going to, it makes that kind of a mark. Yeah, it's super good. Like, uh, like I get, again, it's corny. There's moments of it that I was like, okay, this is a little lifetime for me. But the moment you realize Snake Plissken from Escape from New York is Santa Claus, you're like, oh, won me over, I don't care. He could do anything in this movie. And it carries over to the other day, I was with with my parents, um, and Liam got to see Santa Claus. And my dad was trying to be like, what does Santa say? Ho, ho, ho. And I looked at him, and he hadn't seen the movie yet. And I looked at him, and I said, I'm like, that's a common misconception. I don't go ho, ho, ho. And then my dad's just like, I, I don't get it. And then he saw the movie, and he's like, yeah, that was funny. Like, that's a direct quote from a Kurt Russell movie. And there's so many times where he mentions about Santa Claus being fat because they look on the Coke bottle, and he goes like, do I really look that big? It's so funny. <laughs> just Kurt Russell is fantastic. Is the oh, I can't, wait to, I can't wait to see it. It's definitely on the list, and we're going to see it really soon, maybe this weekend. Yeah, I really recommend it. Yes, there's a lot. I, I, like I said, you saw the trailer. A lot of the good parts are in the trailer, but there's still it. Just, it works. Uh, it's, a, it's one of those Netflix deals that I feel like Netflix either swings and misses or knocks it out of the park. And to me, it looked like it was a home run. Yeah, typically with their movies, they don't do so well. Their TV shows are fantastic, but their movies not so much. But this one, you know, I give it my seal, my seal of approval. What's funny is with Christmas movies, I mean, you, you already have not necessarily a template, but you have all of your um, all of your fantastic characters, right? Your, your mm-hmm. fantasy-type characters. You, I mean, you already know like, what the magic is. You don't got to create a new magic system for your, for your story. So, like, we know, we know what to expect, and we know it's going to be kind of campy. We hope it's going to be. I mean, you know, we, we understand what it's going to be. It's just a different spin on it, right? So... I just you go in with that expectation and you either you either love it or you hate it. Okay, so give me a movie that you watch every year. Like this one has to be seen every year. So this will be no surprise to anyone if they listen to the podcast, uh, and it's one of my guilty pleasure movies. 
You remember? Oh, I know. I'm waiting to boo you. You're waiting to what? I'm waiting to boo you. Then I won't say it. Okay, I will say it. <laughs> Christmas with the Cranks. Boo. That movie is so good. Okay, we're going to fight. Listen, anything that Tim Allen is in for some reason, maybe it's because I was a kid watching Home Improvement, I don't know. It's just so good to me. And I also kind of, I didn't prep a whole lot for this episode because I knew we were just going to kind of talk. But I did look up top 50 worst Christmas movies. And plenty of people have ranked Christmas with the Cranks in their top, like 10 to 20 worst. So, again, that's why it was a guilty pleasure of mine. Not a surprise to anyone who's listening. But that's one that I have to see every year. Yeah, I will completely agree with you on that because um, it should be on the top 100 worst movies of all time. It's not, you're not agreeing with me. You're not agreeing with me. You're agreeing with the world. Uh, I'm sorry, man. I just don't see it. I get what you're saying. I just don't see it. And that's okay. Usually in, in a genius's lifetime, they're not recognized. So I understand what you're saying. So you're saying Jamie Lee Curtis is a genius? I'm saying Dan Aykroyd is. Who's also in Christmas. <laughs> oh, no, we don't. T- I don't talk about Dan Aykroyd anymore. He makes me too angry. Why? Yeah, he makes me really angry. If you go back and just, hey, guys, we're, uh, my, one of my best friends died, and uh, we were in the best movies together, and uh, we're going to go back and we're going to make that movie without him. Uh, we're going to honor him. Um, Blues Brothers 2000 is not honoring him. You, you killed everything about that movie. Look, I've never that seen that. I don't know anything. I have trash. no idea what you're talking about. So, I know the list of you. I don't. You want to talk about top 100 worst movies of all time? Period. That's like easily top 10. It is a trash movie. That beats all those Sharknados. Oh yeah, because Sharknados are trying to be bad. This was trying to be good, and Dan Aykroyd is a jagass. Well, dang. How do you feel about Dan Aykroyd? Um. I feel that he is a jackass, and Chevy Chase, even though we know he's an a-hole, um, is still a nicer person. Moving right along. <laughs> so Chevy Chase, let's look, because I mentioned that, um, Christmas Vacation, National Lampoon, it's easily that movie you have to watch every single year. I don't care. Like, that's, there's something about that movie, the earnestness of being a child, and sitting there and watching him freak out because the lights won't turn on on his house and he's freaking going back and forth and trying to figure out why and he's having an epic meltdown and I'm laughing just at the meltdown and then just the plug in the cord (laughs) hallelujah it doesn't matter if it was Christmas time Easter time it didn't matter what time it was I sang that hallelujah anytime I see someone struggling to do something (laughs) And they did it right. I just would scream, hallelujah. So my, my list is, I have about 10. that I, I don't know how far we're going to get in this episode. But that has, I mentioned Christmas with the Cranks first. But just because folks knew that I, I like that movie. Not my first, not my top one. But your uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is a top two for sure for me. I've got to see that mm-hmm. movie. I'm right there with you. I mean, the Griswolds and you know Clark's Bad Luck. Like, um, I mean, it's just, it's beautiful. And, you know, his name's Clark. My name's Clark. Yep. Yep, I agree with you. Okay, so 
I only have two more, so let me just tell you my two, and then do what you want, and we'll feed bounce back on these. Elf, Will Ferrell. Honestly, I get Will Ferrell did a bunch of stuff beforehand with you know Saturday Night Live and everything like that, but I think Elf literally made his jump as, oh my gosh, this guy is hilarious, even in a Christmas That movie. one is on my list also, and again, that's the top five if I'm actually ranking him, which we did not, but I agree 100% with that one. Have you seen the trailer for his uh, Sherlock Holmes movie? I have not. I'll send it to you after the episode. Yeah, please, please do. It looks stupid as hell, but honestly, I was laughing my butt off. Who's in it with? Uh, John C. Riley. Oh, really? He's playing Watson. <laughs> oh, this is going to be so stupid. Okay, so just to let you know, uh, Will Ferrell, uh, you know, Night at the Roxbury, he did, you know, he did all his SNL stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, then you had... 99, he was uh, Mustafa in Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. Uh, he did that terrible movie, Superstar. He did Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back in 2001, where he played the federal wildlife officer. Right. Uh, he did uh, Elf in 2003. Following that, he did Ron Burgundy, uh, Legend of Anchorman. He did... Uh, Kicking and Screaming, not a good movie, but whatever. Bewitched, not a good movie. But then he hit that stride of like Wedding Crashers, uh, Semi Pro, Step Brothers. Like, uh, unfortunately, did Land of the Lost, but like there was some good stuff during that time. Especially, probably my favorite Will Ferrell movie, and I'm, I, I want your opinion on this before we jump back into Christmas. The Other Guys with Mark Wahlberg. Did you ever see that? I've never seen that one. Uh, recommend it because you think that the movie is gonna follow The Rock and Samuel L. Jackson, <laughs> and it takes a turn. It does not. <laughs> it does. So it you're not gonna ruin it. You're not gonna ruin it for me. But that's kind of a oh, teaser. No, okay. No. That's all you're gonna get because I honestly think you should see it. That's that movie that I watched the first time and I'm like, why did I watch that? And then I bought it and kept watching it over and over again. Oh my word! I just put um, I in IMDb. I just typed in Will Ferrell and. Mm-hmm. He's been in a thousand things. Like, even if it's just oh, yeah. small little roles here and there. Because yeah, I think he's one of those guys that appreciates that people want him because they enjoy his brand of humor. No, and I, and I get it. I think he's... I think that he has his own unique brand. Like you said, brand is a good name for it because he has branded himself as as that guy. Like he, Now, I won't say he's in his most popular time period of his career, but... You know that's what you're getting with him, and it's his own thing. It's it's not like he went out and copied someone. Like oh, he's a you know whatever type of comic. He he's his own mm-hmm. type of comic. Well, I guess right before we jump back in, I'll finish this up on Will Ferrell. He was on a podcast recently, and it's a brand new podcast. There's only been three episodes, I believe. Uh, it's called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, and it's where he interviews all the people that he's had on his TV show. And he realizes he doesn't really he hasn't really become friends with any of these people. So it's him just talking to them and trying to become friends with them. It's it's pretty funny. And Will Ferrell, like, it's really hard to read him because when he talks, it's so hard to tell if he's bullshitting you or not. Right. But he's so funny. He's so good. So so it's like Conan it. O'Brien's podcast. Yes. Okay. Okay. Cool. 
Recommendation. There you go. Um, so, and then the last Christmas movie that I have to watch every single year is called Jingle All the Way. I know it's not a good movie, but Arnold Schwarzenegger in a Christmas movie, you can't turn it down. Well, I will. I, I, I like what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. And I do have something to say about that movie, but I'm going to hold my opinion till a little bit later. What? Are you saying top 100 worst? You want me to go and get into it? Yeah, just get into it. I have a list of my movies that I don't like. It's not on that list. It is on the list of online. If you keep going, I went to about ten different lists, and the top, like there were um, eight that kept coming up. And of the eight, Jingle All the Way was one of. Them. Yeah, I get why everyone considers it bad. I mean, bad one-liners. Uh, you have. Sinbad. I was going to say, all you need to say is guy. Sinbad, and you, you're pretty much done. Um, no, you want to uh, know, uh, I'll finish it right here. The kid who played young Anakin from uh, uh, Phantom Menace is his is Arnold's son in that movie. There you go. That, that I just ended it for you. Well, I mean, I, I respect your opinion, and I do have, I have something else to say that's not part of the worst. Um, I do have, when we're giving out shout-outs in a little bit to some of our listeners, mm-hmm. that movie did come up from somebody of their top favorite of all time, number one. You know, I, I, again, I get why it is, because you, you got... There are certain liners from Arnold alone in that movie, like, Put the cookie down! Or my, uh, one of my personal favorites was, uh, He put the star on my tree. <laughs> or something. Uh, no, it was... Uh, Oh, I'm trying to remember exactly how it goes. Uh, yeah, something I, I'm thinking six day in my in my head too because I'm thinking uh, he's in my house in, with my family eating my birthday cake. But a uh, different movie, obviously. Um, the problem is when I do go into that voice, I think of all his other lines and I just start mixing it together. That's no, but, that's probably a common thing, my friends. Yeah, but uh, the the thing that stands out for that movie is Turbo Man. It's turbo time. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Yeah, I enjoy that movie. I don't care what anyone says. Well, I will. I do have a few that I'm gonna. I'm not gonna get too much into all of them because I do have a few that I did want to say, or some that I when Ashley plays movies. There, there's a lot of times when I, I, I like creep out of the room and don't want to watch them, but I do stay in for these. And so, if you don't mind, I'm gonna kind of read this list real quick. So I said Christmas with the Cranks. On my list, Elf is also on there, as is okay. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Home Alone 1 and 2 are on that list. And has Macaulay Culkin done anything besides that? Let's see, I can answer that. Richie Rich, my friend. Okay, besides that, same era, <laughs> right? Same time? I mean, within the same four or five years, at least. Dad and me? My Girl? Was it My Girl? Yeah. With, uh... Because he dies in the end because of the bees. With uh, Ted, um, Becker. Oh, Ted Danson. Ted Danson, thank you. Ted Danson. Ashley hates him. You know what? She doesn't hate him anymore because he's in a show, uh, The Good Place and she really good likes place. it. Yeah, she really yeah. likes that. But she hated Becker. She's like, every time he'd come on, she's like, she's like Becker. <laughs> she didn't even call him about Ted. She didn't even say Ted Danson. She's just like, that's Becker. Anyway, so Home Alone 1 and 2. Um, the Santa Claus one, t- 
two, and three. I've got to watch three just to finish up the story. I know, I know your thoughts. We've talked about it. Yeah. One and two were really good, and three a lot of people hate. Matter of fact, that showed up on a lot of people's, a lot of the lists online for top movies that are terrible. And but I liked it. Movies that could have ended uh, Martin Short's career. <laughs> Frosty the Snowman, the 19... Okay, well, hold on. Hold your horses. Rankin and Bass. Frosty the Snowman, the 1969 um, Rankin and Bass. Mm-hmm. Um, Mickey's Christmas Carol. Mickey's Christmas Carol is one I have to watch. And I had one more, but I didn't... Oh, Arthur Christmas, 2011. It's a, an animated movie. And I can't remember, 2011, Ashley and I didn't have... We didn't have any kids yet. But I think I can't. I think we went and, and watched that in theaters. Maybe um, it's got James McAvoy, Hugh Laurie, Joan Cusack, Eva Longoria, and on and on and on. But it's it's a uh, Arthur's like clum, uh, Santa's clumsy son, and he's, he he goes on a mission. Ninety-two percent. You haven't seen it. Tomatoes. It's worth a watch. That. Arthur Christmas. Those are the ones I have to watch. It's good, man. Have you never seen it? No, I've seen it. Uh, like I've visually seen it before, but I've never watched it. Well, that's it. That's it for the, the for the for the ones that I I just have to sit down and watch each each time it comes on. Uh, uh, I mean, I'll say this: I don't like Polar Express. Um, I think they tried way too hard for me to be attached to a movie that I just couldn't. You See, know, I don't, I don't I mean? care how hard they try. That has nothing to do with my opinion on it. I just I get a feeling. I get I feel some kind of a way with it, and I like it. I enjoy it. That's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. Well. There's two things that I need to say. One, Mickey's Christmas Carol. 1983, I didn't realize it was that old. 1983, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's shocking to me. Um, second of all, you're going to choose Mickey's Christmas Carol over Muppet's Christmas Carol? Oh, God, yeah. I thought you were about to say, oh, I thought you were about to say Jim Carrey's, and I was going to be like, uh, yes, sir. Okay, first of all, you have Michael Caine in Muppet's Christmas Carol. And there's no way Michael Caine isn't the best. That's all I gotta say. Uh, well, okay. That's my poor Cockney accent. The only the only <laughs> thing I can say about Muppets is I I liked when I was real little I liked Muppet Babies, and Fraggle Rock. I liked Fraggle Rock. And okay. Well, okay. And then I also liked um, David Bowie's Labyrinth. So you can I mean, that was really good. Yeah. But as far as like the regular like. Then did you like Miss Dark Piggy, Crystal? Not a dark, yeah, Dark Crystal. Yeah, I'll file that in there. Okay. With, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's good. Okay. That's, it just, it's very similar yeah, to yeah, that. That's yeah. why I had asked. Exactly. Um, but I just didn't. I'm just not a big Muppets fan. I, I, I like that Amelia is watching, like, their. Um, let me think. Is that a re- rebooted? Yeah, that's definitely rebooted because I hate that stupid penguin character. Sorry. That, that, she's new, Sorry, right? Yeah. yeah. She's purple. She's, I can't remember her name. Ice Cube or Icy or. It's probably nothing like that, but um, she, she likes it. I think it's cool that she likes it. You still have um, Nanny in that movie. I mean, in that show. Yeah, yeah that show. And yeah. she, like, her stockings change based on, like, what like Christmas will be green and red. And it's, 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 a, it's whatever. It's a good, it's a fun show for, for kids. But I never liked the Muppets, really. Um, as far as, like, yeah, gotcha. yeah kid, kids liking the Muppets. So that's why I would absolutely put Mickey above 
So, okay, well then, let me just say, um, do you notice we didn't say Christmas Story at all on our list? I did notice that. Um, that movie needs to stop being played every year, on every channel, almost at all time frames. Like, I, I'm tired of seeing that movie. Like, I saw it so much when I was a kid that when I got to, like, teenage age, I was like, dude, I've seen this movie more than I should. No, I agree. I, I, I don't like the movie. I don't like... I mean, you also don't have... We didn't say, um, was it White Christmas or It's a Wonderful Life? That wasn't yeah. on our list. Miracle on 34th Street. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I um, will definitely skip all those, like, quickly. Yeah, I completely agree with you. So, let me say this, then. Um... I kind of do bunch up the Christmas Carol movies all in one because, let's just be honest, uh, it's the same movie, it's just been redone several different times. I enjoy the Muppets one, but, you know, I like the Muppets stuff. Uh, I enjoy the Mickey's Mouse one, but, you know, I, I could take it or leave it. Um, Scrooged, I have to watch that occasionally a couple years. Scrooge is a fantastic version of that movie. But there's one version that I think is the best. And the reason why I think it's the best is I love Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart as Scrooge is awesome. It's a straight-laced, like, no joking, it's straight serious version of Christmas Carol. And Patrick Stewart plays an awesome Scrooge. I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, I, I get it. So I, I would say that's like on the top of my favorite Christmas Carol versions. All right, hold on, stop. We're gonna delete this part. I gotta go to the bathroom so bad the beer's running right through me. <laughs> Give me one second. Give me one second. I'm glad we're not doing Facebook Live. Be right back. I'm gonna push it out fast. How you feeling? I feel a lot better. <laughs> a lot better. So, okay, let me bring this up to you. We talked about already movies that are considered Christmas and movies that aren't considered Christmas. And I know there's that weird in-between. Um, so I'm going to list off a couple of them, and I want your opinion, and I'll give you my opinion. And we might argue, and I'm okay with that. You know, we have Everyone has their opinion. And uh, just because yours is wrong and mine is right doesn't mean anything. <laughs> okay. 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 So here's a couple that I have pulled from the Rotten Tomatoes Top 50 Best Christmas Movies of All Time. And these are the ones I'm going to choose that uh, it's subjective. Let's go with that. So you, of course, have the movie Krampus. More of it's it's that's more of a uh, horror movie. But what what is your opinion? Is that a Christmas movie? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, I agree with it too. It's like you know, it's the same as Black Christmas, back in like the seventies. Right. It's a Christmas. Yeah. No. Movie. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a Christmas movie. Whether you want to say like 
the horror or whatever genres don't belong there. That's 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 you making it complicated. Mm-hmm. That is a Christmas movie. Yeah. Okay. Good. We're on the same side there. All right. So then you have the movie. Uh, where are you? Okay. So I've never seen this movie. It's called The Ref. It has Dennis Leary in it. I've even heard of it. Yeah, I've never heard of it either. Um, normally, when I see Dennis Leary, I don't think of Jolly. So, might up. <laughs> yeah, but see, that's the thing. Like people's expectations of what Christmas movies are. Yeah. Is Jolly got to be in there? Yeah, I don't yeah, think right. so. Um, okay, so then how about this? Uh, this one I was really confused about. The movie is called. Uh, where are you? Um, Batman Returns. Gee, I never heard of that. Yeah. Uh, Bat Batman Returns. That's with Penguin, right? And uh, correct. Correct. And uh, Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Yep. Danny DeVito as Penguin. Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, and then probably my favorite villain, Christopher Walken. <laughs> That, you know what? Look, thinking thinking back though, that movie had a lot of people in it. Yeah, it really did. Okay, so you had Michael Gao, who the reason why I had to mention that he plays Alfred in that movie, but he also was in a Christmas Carol movie. Ah, oh, there we so, go. You know, Bring it back around. Uh, you had uh, yeah, Christy Conway as the Ice Princess. You had where are you? Is this who I'm thinking of? No, that's not who I'm thinking of. There was one, there was one of the henchmen. I could have sworn I remember the henchmen. Oh, so do you know who Pat Hingle is? I do not. Okay, so that's it's very common for people not to know who this guy is. Um, it was he did a lot of like '60s and '70s like crime drama kind of stuff, as well as some western stuff. But. He is the man who played Commissioner Gordon in all four of the first Batman movies. That's he pretty cool. And, the, and Alfred were the only two characters that were the same character in all four movies. You know, it's funny. When I was younger, I used to think that Alfred's name was Alfred um, Pennywise. However, Pennywise is not quite the same character. Good old Pennyworth. Alfred Pennyworth. But did you also, did you know that um, old... Uh, Pee Wee Herman was in that movie. Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he plays uh, Penguin's father. Yeah. Which, um, it's it's kind of funny because you know I don't like the movie or the TV show Gotham, but Paul Rubens did appear on the TV show Gotham as Penguin's father in the show. Well, that's it. See, that's funny how I mean it's really cool to see writers or producers or whoever deciding to bring bring it around like that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So would you consider Batman Returns a Christmas movie? What's funny is I've never, I've, until today, I've never thought it, I've just never considered it a Christmas movie, but if it takes place during Christmas, that, 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 that goes to ask the question, it begs the question, what is a Chris, what does it mean to be a Christmas movie? If it's just taking place during Christmas, hell yeah, that one's a Christmas movie. Yeah, that's it's it's weird because yeah, uh, you'll I'll when I read some of these other ones, we'll have to weigh our options on it later. I would consider it a Christmas movie. In the sense that I consider. A. What's the other movie? Um, Batman and Robin, a summer movie. Okay. 
because it t technically takes place in the middle of the summer. It's complicated is definitely a good answer for to me for for the um, diehard question because yeah. you can say like and that's why the options were of course or no way like you're so you definite about it or it's complicated not just like a yes or no because mm -hmm. you either feel strongly about it or you're saying you know what I can see both sides. Uh. Yeah. Well, here's the other one, Gremlins. Yeah, Grim you I've, yeah. Gremlins. Yeah, Gremlins. Nineteen eighty four. I I was born the same year Gremlins came out. Again, I've never I've never thought about it. I've never thought about it at all. But again, if you're using the same criteria, I think this is more of a Christmas movie than Batman would be. Yes, it takes place, but um, you know, Gizmo the Mogwai was given to him as a Christmas present. Right. Um, Everything that seems to happen takes place around the Christmas Christmas theme, whether it be the ornaments, whether it be the lights, whether it be all the trees stuff. It it seems to be more of a Christmas movie than Batman and Returns would be. Sure, I agree with that. Okay, so then you have the movie Trading Places. Um, you know, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Eddie Murphy. Um, our good girl. Uh, Oh, why do I not think of her name? Uh, what's her damn name? Jamie Lee. Jamie Lee Curtis. Thank you. Damn, that was bothering me. I, we had, I literally mentioned to her earlier. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in that movie. Uh, I really enjoy that movie. Would you consider that a Christmas movie? Well, Jim Belushi's in it. Also, Al Franken's in it. Um, we don't. We don't talk about Jim Belushi in this house. You hate so many people. They were on Saturday Night Live at some point. <laughs> we had a whole episode about all the folks you hate in comedy that have been on Saturday Night Live. I think I like John Belushi so much that I can't like Jim Belushi. But my favorite tweet that I ever made in my lifetime was I tweeted, um, this was a right around the time when I really didn't like the Transformer movies because I didn't like Shia LaBeouf. So I posted, Shia LaBeouf is to acting at, as... Uh, Jim Belushi is to comedy and Jim Belushi replied to that tweet and what? said "said um, there's no way Shia LaBeouf is that bad <laughs> that's great <laughs> I hope you saved that in favor of that oh I, I don't have that Twitter account anymore I don't oh even remember oh my gosh that was, is so that was, cool that was like 2000 god 2010 2011 yeah but that is so cool that's we all get 15 minutes of fame. I haven't had mine yet. <laughs> that may have been yours. Who knows? Yeah, that was, that was pretty funny. Um, so, anyways, trading places. Christmas movie or no? I'm just going to go with no. I feel like we should... I want to argue. Okay. I'm not sure because we're agreeing on everything. I mean, it's hard to tell. I know that there's that one big scene of Dan Aykroyd dressed up as Santa. So... I mean, I'm going to say yes, purely because they, they mention it Christmas time a lot in that movie, or at least that everything is happening around Christmas time. So I, I'll go with yes. But see, I agree with you, really. I just, we keep agreeing. I just wanted to yeah, disagree. I know. Uh, I'll disagree soon. Don't worry. Um, so here's another one. Edward Scissorhands. I saw that on a list. Again, I didn't, I didn't prep like I usually do for this one, and... 
I saw that on the one, I pulled up two lists, that was on one of the lists, and I was like, you know what, I've never, again, I've never considered old Johnny Depp's Edward Scissorhand as a Christmas movie, but I'm, I'm going to go with the same criteria and say, yeah, it is. It has to be. Here's where I'm going to say no. Yes, we're disagreeing. The movie takes place over a long, expansive time period, it felt like. See, you're like, right. It wasn't you're just right. taking place around Christmas. So I think because it has a more expanded timeline, I'm going to have to say no. I'm not saying this because... I'm saying this as a man. A, a man can say, you know what, you're right, I'm wrong. And I, <laughs> I've changed my opinion because of something you said. And so I'm comfortable enough with, with that to say, you're right. I, I, that's a good point. Just because it, it takes a... Say a movie goes through an entire year. It's going to hit Valentine's Day, Christmas... Cinco de Mayo, you, you can clearly say, okay, well, this is a Cinco de Mayo movie, right? So I agree yeah. with you. If it, it just if it took place over a full year, now just a small segment of it, it's not a Christmas movie. Yep, I agree with you on that. So, okay. I'm curious to hear your answer. We've already made this decision before, but let's just restate it. Now that we have kind of mixed up some rules and Looked at a different version of it. Nightmare Before Christmas. Is it a Christmas movie? Nightmare Before Christmas is where it gets complicated. Nightmare Before Christmas is a Halloween movie. Like it's definitely a Halloween I, movie. Yeah, I think it's a Halloween movie. Again, it's another one of those weird things where it takes place on Christmas and it ends on December 25th. So it really takes over a three-month time period. I think it's more based in a Halloween town, so I'll go with Halloween yeah. movie. I still think it's a Misery movie, because I really do feel like it, there's, there's a lot in common with the movie Misery. But that's just my opinion. You know what's funny? is Just you saying that, and this is a, a little bit off topic, but it seems like so long ago we recorded that episode, doesn't it? Yeah. Listen, a wise was, man dude, once... we uh, recorded that in September. A wise man once told me the days are long, but the years are short. So the older you get, the more that makes sense. Are you kids listening out there? For all you G-rated kids out there. Dude, we we recorded that episode in the month when we first rebooted our format. Yeah, that's that's tells you how long ago that was. So, um, so okay. I'm ready for some arguments. Jump on Facebook. Jump on my on our Twitter account. Jump on anything that we have for social media. Email me. Argue with me on this one. It's a Wonderful Life. A Christmas movie or not a Christmas movie? You want the listeners to argue with you? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. First, I want you to tell me, what do you think? Is it a Christmas movie or no? I'm going with yeah. Yeah, I'm saying hell no. I'm saying yeah for traditional reasons. I get it. It is played every single year around Christmas time, so people just take it in and assume it's a Christmas movie. It is not. It literally takes place over several years throughout the year. They, they, uh, frickin' J Mr. James Stewart doesn't meet the love of his life until much later in life. The fact that he talks like that drives me nuts the yeah. entire movie. I know that's the era, but whatever. Um, he does not, like, fall in love with her and make the decision to be with her during Christmas time. Okay. It, it, like, only one day, only one time, well, I'm sorry, only two times during the entire time period do they ever really 
take place around Christmas, and that's the day he decided he wanted to off himself, and the day that, you know, he... Uh, wait, no, I don't even think... I think that's the only day they talk about freaking Christmas in that damn movie. Because... Uh, so I, I can't consider that a Christmas movie. And I know when the director has stated that he does not he did not write this movie as a Christmas movie. So go on Facebook, let us know why John is wrong. Yeah, go let ahead and argue know. with me. I'm 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 up for an argument. I really am. Well we've established we've established here and we're not we're not necessarily right. It's just what we both agreed on. We've established that if the if the movie takes place over an expanse, not just the Christmas season then it's not necessarily a Christmas movie because you're going to cross plenty of holidays and you could just easily call it that other holiday. That's right. And uh, if you beat me in this argument, I'll take a lasso and I'll, I'll, I'll grab you the moon. We, 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 <laughs> which we, if, we, if this was a few months from now, we actually have something to give away, we could say we should have some kind of a real giveaway for this. Hold that thought. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just want a little argument. So, we will finish this argument of Christmas movie or not by simply asking the question, Die Hard. Has this op opinion of everything else changed your mind on Die Hard? That is a fair question. And I'm still going with fair, I'm still going to go with Die Hard as a Christmas movie. But it's complicated. Okay. I, I voted it's complicated. I'm not changing that. And yeah, I did write that it's complicated. I agree with you. Um, honestly, I think Die Hard 2 might be more of a Christmas movie than the first one. That's Just because fair it, too. I see snow. Just because I see the snow, so it kind of makes me feel more Christmassy. That's a good point. So that's just my opinion. I, I, I mean, it's fine. Uh, don't argue with me with that one. Just argue with me about... Uh, no, argue about everything you want to argue about. <laughs> I it just want to like, argue about It's a Wonderful Life. Because when I started arguing with my mom about that the other day, like I felt like I could really get into an argument with her, and she was backing out. I'm like, no, like this, I want to build an, a fight on this one. I really do. Someone needs to, you guys go on and tell him why he's wrong, because he's over here like puffing his chest, and I don't care enough to argue about it. So that's my, <laughs> that's my problem. I just don't care enough. But he's over here puffing his chest and bumping his gums, and he's talking crap. So you guys, someone go on there and say, no, you're wrong, and here's why. Yeah, if you want to dance, I'll dance on your face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I do want to, before we move on, I do want to say, the, sure. I have a couple of movies that I just hate. Okay. Um, and one of them is not really a movie, but the first two definitely are. And I've already mentioned one, Frosty Returns with John Goodman. He cannot sing. It is so bad. If you don't believe me, just, I mean, look it up right now. Go to YouTube. Um, wait for it to come on and watch it. He's, he's bad. It's just bad. He can't sing. Yeah. He can't sing, and he sings multiple songs, and they're, they're terrible. That's number one. Number two is, again, another Charles Dickens um, uh, Christmas Carol movie. And that is The Flintstones Christmas Carol. In 1994, oh, yeah. I hate that movie. And part of it is because they have this bed, bedrock bug going around. And they're all like, everyone's catching it. They're going, faces are going green. And they're throwing up. And it is so bad. And I think part of it is because when I was a kid, I think I was sick maybe the first time I saw it. And them going sick made me, like, I was like getting over it maybe. And 
them going green and like you can see like their like eyes like going cross-eyed and these bubbles and it's like they clearly feel sick and it just made me feel sick and so now when I see it I'm just like I just I don't want like I won't even if Ashley turns it on I'm like I gotta do something else I can't watch it I gotcha so that's okay. that's two and the third one is I'm not proud of it but I will fall asleep to anything that's black and white I will fall asleep I will if I'm sitting there not doing anything but watching it you're gonna hear me snoring pretty quickly so that includes stuff like the original uh Miracle on 34th Street. Yes. Yeah, your typical, uh, uh, what would we just say, It's a Wonderful Life, stuff like that. Yep. Yep. White Christmas is black and white, right? Yes. That, I just, yeah, I just, I can't do it. I just, I can't, can't. And so I, I someone's, I know Miss Gray and, and my mom and everyone who's listening, they're like, oh, you, you suck. You should watch these classics, these great movies. And I get it. I probably should, but I can't. I fall asleep. So do you have any that you just can't watch? There, you pretty much said the ones that I've said, or uh, like you know thought about it in my head. Um, there is one. It was. Uh, you know what? I'll say one that it's. It's hard to argue that it's a Christmas movie, but I get why you would consider it being. It's more about other holidays too. Um, you ever see the Guardians? Is that with the um, owls? Let's just not talk about the damn owl movie. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. So, oh, Rise of the Guardians. Rise of the Guardians. Thank you. Yes. I just I just looked it up. I didn't remember anything. I yeah. just looked it up. I, t- I typed in Guardians and then I typed in Jude Law. So Jude Law plays the villain in that movie. Um, you've never seen this movie before? No, but Jude Law does a great villain. He's oh, always yeah. been so, a great villain. Uh, I'm gonna give you the cast and then you tell me what you think. So this is right in the beginning of the rise of Chris Pine, you know, the new uh, Kirk. Um, He plays the voice of Jack Frost. Um, Alec Baldwin plays the voice of North, which is Santa Claus. Uh, Jude Law plays the voice of Pitch, which he's basically, like, Nightmare. Okay. Uh, Like, he's the, you know, the dark version. Um, uh, Isla Fisher, she plays the Tooth Fairy. Hugh Jackman plays the bunny, the Easter bunny. Uh, and then, uh, I think it's, I don't know who this is. Uh, it must be one of the kids in the movie. There, there's a bunch of different kid characters in the movie and everything like that. Honestly, it's a kind of a good movie um, in the sense that it takes all these different holiday characters and creates them as like heroes, like superheroes in their world. And then the day where we honor those heroes are their holidays. So you hate that movie? No, I enjoy it. I, I really do. Oh. I was gonna, I I was talking about like. Um, I was gonna say hey, movies I hate, and then I forgot I hadn't mentioned this movie yet. And oh, I, really I see. Really wanted to bring it up. Uh, yeah, it's it's a really good movie. Um, uh, I I recommend if you if you want to look at a good kids movie. For Christmas, this is actually not a bad one to watch. I'm guess, and this is going to be subjective. Um, obviously, Christmas and Frosty was really bad. Like I said, Frank Breaking the Bass movies I don't like. Um, I mean, there are good ones, but there are really bad ones. Um, have you ever seen the movie Santa's Sleigh? Like Sleigh is in like Sleigh like S L A Y. S L A Y. Yeah. And that's um, with Bill Goldberg plays Santa Claus. 
Goldberg, another WWE or WCW shout out. Yeah, I heard yeah. about that one. That was 05, uh, 05 or 06. Early 05, two, mid. Okay. Yeah. Um, I believe the movie was called Surviving Christmas. Another horror slasher. No, uh, worse. It has your boy Ben Affleck. Oh, that's the other one. That's so. So, the, anyways, um, that's. I don't even. I've never seen it, but this one I have seen. And I was trying to remember the ti- the title of the movie so I can talk about it. Have you ever heard of the movie Reindeer Games? Yes, I have. Have you ever seen the movie Reindeer Games? I think I have, but it's. I, I can't recall um, much about it. So. Basically, this movie is terrible, and it's so bad that you don't even make connections to the names until, like, way later in the movie, because his character's name is Rudy, and his best friend's name is Nick. And then when you start going through the movie, you're like, wait, Rudy, Rudolph, Reindeer Games, are you kidding me? Wow. (laughs) Like, you don't realize it way to later in the movie, and you're just like, oh, f***. Yeah, this was a really bad time because in this time frame, Ben Affleck was doing movies like uh, Jiggly, Surviving Christmas, Reindeer Games, and then he like didn't act for a little bit. And then he came back and did uh, Hollywood Land, uh, Smoke and Aces, uh, not some great stuff. And it wasn't until like 2007 when he finally came into play and did like um, Gone Baby Gone which is decent, but 2010 is when he really was like came back and did like The Town and everything. So like Chris, Ben Affleck had some real bad crap. Dude, The Town was really good, though. Oh, yeah. Because he followed The Town up with Argo. <laughs> That's a good point. So, no, uh, yeah, I would say Reindeer Games is probably that on the list of bad, bad Christmas movies for me. So, I'll mention this last one, because I want to hear your opinion on this. You've seen the movie Jack Frost, right? Yes. Uh, actually, no, we may own Jack Frost. And that's um, Michael Keaton, right? Oh, no, okay. Uh, I don't know if we own it. It'd be upstairs. Ashley brings our Christmas movies upstairs. I'm downstairs. Okay. So, that's a Michael Keaton movie, right? I think so. Um, have you ever seen the other Jack Frost I don't know. Please tell me. Please tell me. So there is a horror movie called Jack Frost. And it is awful. (laughs) It's one of my favorite movies I've ever seen in the sense that it makes no freaking sense. Um, It came out, I think, right around, I think 1997. I think it came out, like, right before... Yeah, 1997. So it came out a year before the Michael Keaton one. Hey, Shannon Elizabeth. Shannon Elizabeth from American Pie fame is in it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The concept is uh, a serial killer is killed when he's being transported from one place to another. I think to be executed that night or something like that. I'm not 100% sure. It's been too long since I've seen it. And uh, like Michael Keaton, his body, his, his soul is transported into a snowman. And he then starts killing everybody. 
Like he can shoot icicles out of his stick hands. <laughs> uh, I don't remember. It's been too long. But the way they kill him is they like throw him in uh, a fire. No, it's way better. I think they throw him in like a plow truck of antifreeze, or he melts an antifreeze or something like that. Wow. Hey, don't give it away. We're gonna go. Wa- everyone's gonna run out and watch it. It's 1997. I'm telling you, a serial killer was in a snowman body. It's, just go see it. It doesn't <laughs> matter if I've told you what happens or not. Yeah. And there is a sequel to it called Jack Frost 2: The Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. <laughs> okay. So, um, hey Clark. Well, let me let me let me ask you a quick question. I have a couple on my list that follow in the in the list you just gave. Kind of follow the same. Like these are just so bad. That, that there's a list of like these are the top ten to twenty favorite uh, favorite worst movies of all time. Okay. Um, Christmas movies of all time. So you said uh, Santa Claus that was on there, and that's Claus C L A W S, right? Did mm-hmm. you say that one? Santa Claus. Uh, that was 96. You said Santa Slay for sure. That was Bill Goldberg. Yeah. Uh, Jack Frost 2 was on, on there. For you, Jingle All the Way was on there. But more importantly, ranked even higher was Jingle All the Way 2 with Larry the Cable Guy. So that's, of course, sounds like something you'd watch. There's also um, Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. <laughs> <laughs> in 1964 you also have A Christmas Story 2 came out in 2012 and then you have um, there's another one on here oh Santa with Muscles in 1996 with your boy Hulk Hogan oh god well can I ask you a question what's been grinding your gears <sighs> okay so last last episode it was a Friday night when we recorded which is kind of unique really I mean that's, we, we, we always shoot for Friday night recordings and then the episodes are released on Wednesday so last week we recorded on Friday so the Georgia Bulldogs had not played yet um, in the uh, in the preview to the, the national it should be the national championship game because whoever wins that's going on um, and of course they run into Alabama in the SEC championship okay so Georgia losing isn't what grinds my gears because We've, we've heard this song before. It's happened, th- this is the third time that Georgia has had a lead yeah. on Alabama going into the fourth quarter and has lost. Okay, so it's not, so we've said this, we've talked about this before, but it goes back to all Georgia sports. The Braves can't do anything at this point. I mean, they, God, if we go out and get, if we get Bryce Harper, maybe we'll be decent. I mean, we're, we, we've got a real young team that's going to be good, but... I don't, I don't see them doing anything beyond making the playoffs and doing what they did all through the 90s and coming up like, you know, a couple games short. The Falcons, we all know the great the historic loss that they had in the, in the Super Bowl going into the fourth quarter being up on Tom Brady so much and then just getting dominated. Um, and then you have Atlanta United. So Atlanta United is our soccer team. And we had, tomorrow we play for the um, – I'm so bad, I don't know much about, about soccer, but we play for the championship, yeah. the national championship, whatever it's called, um, professional soccer, and we better win. But I have a feeling, because Georgia sports are, we are, I think someone said Atlanta was built on a, 
like an Indian burial graveyard or something. It's that we are cursed to, to come up, to come close and not win. But we're going up against, I think, Portland. I don't even know. But we've got to win this. We are, we are by far the better team. But just going with recent history, then we are. It grinds my gears that we can't pull one out. And, and really what grinds my gears is if, we, if soccer is, is what does it, that's good. But we've only had our soccer team for two years. So it's not like a historic yeah. franchise going in there and finally getting that win. So I got to give you something here to make you feel better about Please do. or sporting events. Um, Kurt Angle won a gold medal in Atlanta with a broken freaking neck. <laughs> but he didn't win it for Atlanta, <laughs> or just in Atlanta. So what, 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 what I dread, what I dread is because the Super Bowl's in Atlanta this year, and you don't understand yeah. how much Atlanta fans and New Orleans fans hate each other. But if, if, if Drew yeah. Brees hoists that trophy in our stadium, in our new Mercedes-Benz, um, it's, I mean, it's a... Oh, it's going to be so bad. Like, it's going to yeah, be bad. I, I was really wondering if I pissed you off the other night because when I was, I was watching the Georgia-Alabama um, game, and I, and I just only I only could watch, like, a little bit of it because I had other stuff to do. And I had it on TV, and I saw the field goal, and I saw him miss the field goal. And I took a picture of it missing the upright. Um, it went wide left. And I messaged, I messaged it to you, and I'm like, and Jesus wept. <laughs> As soon as, as soon as that message went across, I'm like, oh, he's not going to respond to this. And you did not respond to it. And then I had to message you almost, like a day and quit. a half later. <laughs> almost quit the podcast that night. Like, I rem- I, I'm like, oh, he's pissed. And then I saw the final score. I'm like, yeah, it, I, it's hard to say it was from just that field goal. But I felt it had something to do with that field goal. But just real quick, that, that's, I mean, I, I went into that game knowing it's like, hey, we, this is the same same old song. We've, it's not new. I hope our expectations aren't we're going to finally beat Bama mm-hmm. because we we. Uh, but of course, after this, you know, half halftime comes, third quarter's going through and we're up. It's like, well, maybe we will, and we 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 felt the same way plenty of times, and we just don't do it. I'm sorry, I digress. That was like 30 minutes. What's grinding your gears, man? You tell us about you. Let's talk about this. So, I, it just doesn't affect me as much. Um, in the sense that if I wanted to go home and wanted to travel through Target or something like this, this is where it affects me. But I know it affects uh, some of my drivers, um, and it affects uh, some of the guys going home from work. Uh, there's a town called Yorkville, Illinois, and right now they've been going through construction on a Route 34 for the last, I want to say two years, maybe three. I'm not 100% sure. When I saw it originally, when they first started, I was like, okay, I kind of get what they're doing. They need to spread this road out a little bit. Uh, Hope they don't go nuts and destroy everything and make this awful, because that's what you guys tend to do around here. Um, Two, three years later, it is, it's not even like two miles of a stretch of road, and it takes 30 minutes to get through. 30 minutes. I have witnessed so many dangerous moments where I'm like, I could have died just a second ago. I purposely drive out of my way to avoid that road now. Whether it's country roads, whether it's back roads, anything like that. I purposely go out of my way to avoid that road. It's nuts that a two-mile stretch takes 30 minutes, and it's that freaking dangerous. 
what the hell is going on there? That is what's grinding my gears. Wow, that's big. I just so, don't understand how, because you know that the DOT is getting paid to do something and they're not doing anything. Pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. That's, uh, I had a customer email today asking if they could be adjusted when they get delivered. And unfortunately, because of that construction, our driver literally bounces around that road to avoid the traffic, even at nighttime. And I'm like, God, I just, I'm like, unfortunately, I can't adjust him when, uh, to get there any earlier than, uh, you know, 2.30, 3.30 in the morning because of Route 34. So, terrible road. I know that's a local thing, but... There you go. We both had a little of our local issues. So if you want to find us on uh, social media, look for us on Facebook at This Is Getting Old. Um, we also have our website at gettingoldpod.com. You can find all our old episodes there as well as um, a nice Amazon link that if you were to click it, it sends you right to Amazon and we get a nice little kickback from them. You know, we really appreciate that. Also, if you subscribe to our page at this is our at gettingoldpod.com uh, you will get a weekly email uh, stating basically any changes done to the website as well as new episodes posted and this is something new that Clark added uh, an Amazon promo code to a specific item um, what is that item or what is that uh, promo code called Clark recommends is the name of this is this of the section, but the, yes. um, well, this this week, actually I guess now that you're listening to this, last week's was a Bluetooth um, earbuds. Yeah, those look nice. Which yeah, you look it's like thirty percent thirty percent off. If you look at the reviews, um, all but I think one out of uh, quite a few were um, super positive. Like they, you can hear mm -hmm. like the bass in those. Like they're really good quality. The only the only drawback was one person said they're a little they're a little bulky on the outside like you can they, they fit they're great on in the, in the inside it was not a problem but on the outside they just they're they're these squares but it's got to be a little bit bigger but to, to get the base and to get the quality you need but anyway i thought it was a great gift so i wanted to recommend it so week before that was the wireless speakers that was 75 percent off i think yep yeah, you it was like almost 40 bucks you put it in your car you're paying seven dollars and it's great quality <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, uh, I, you know, if you want to look into that, I really recommend it. It's a nice little thing to be out going there. You can also find us at our anchor.fm slash getting old. There we have every episode from 1 to 21. This will be episode 22, ladies and gentlemen. So we're really getting there. Uh, we know we've been, we've been going pretty smooth. As of today, we're at 40.1 plays per episode. Ladies and gentlemen, that is five plays per episode away from our goal on January 1. Our and stretch is, goal. Uh, that's right. And it's only the, tr the 7th of December. We got, we got what, 23 days? Uh, I really think this is a possibility. Uh, we, it was a stretch goal. It was, I hope that we can do this. I'm confident we can get to that. But it, if it doesn't happen, you know, don't let it hit you. Don't let it hurt you, you know. But honestly, it's becoming extremely possible that we're going to hit this. So I'm very proud of us. At this point, it feels like it feels like we're going to. But that requires you to listen. 
It requires you to listen as well as tell a friend. And tell a friend. And before we keep keep moving on, since you guys do listen, I did want to give a, qu- a couple of shout-outs um, to some folks that did tell me a few things um, they wanted that I wanted to include in, in, in this week's episode. So um, what do you call her? Her name's Ashley uh, Bayard, who is the um, leader of the, mm-hmm. the Splatoon clan that I'm in. What do you call her? Uh, team Timothy. <laughs> yeah, she that because her 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 uh, her handle right is uh, TMBMTH, and it stands for something. But if you just sounded it out without the vowels, that's what it sounds like. Um, her favorite Christmas movies, she said, were uh, it's probably the same as everyone else, but she likes A Christmas Story, Elf, Polar Express, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Um, and she even listened to our Seuss episode. She still likes the Grinch. Still, Chris, that's okay. Oh, shame, shame. No, it's it's I'm just joking. But she, but she never. She didn't say if it was the Jim Carrey version or the uh, earlier Doctor Seuss. Um, okay. Directly from the book version. So I don't know. But we also have uh, Batty, who is she is her her real name is Melissa, um, okay. but Batty is in, in 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 my Splatoon clan. She said because of its um, the classicness of. The Christmas Story, that's her favorite. Okay. okay. Uh, my mother named a few. She said White Christmas, 1954. She likes Prancer, uh, Charlie Brown, Rudolph, It's a Wonderful Life, and uh, The Santa Claus, the Tim Allen, uh, the first movie. Good. Um, and then good the last one is um, our friend. Um, he told me to say his name a certain way. I can't remember what he said, so he's going to be mad at me. I-, I looked at it before, but it's Fox Die. Um, I think he said something like, call him Will, a.k.a. Fox. He said Jingle All the Way was his favorite Christmas movie. So I want to bring that back to you because I told you. Yeah, there you go. I, I like Will. We have, we've always had a good uh, repertoire with, with Will. Um, whether it be Discord, he's had a bit on the Facebook group. Anytime he and I have communicated with each other, um, always had a good back and forth. I, I, I like Will. Will is a, it's a funny guy, and he's he's um, he's a man's man. Like he'll it's cool, fun to talk to him. He's a cool guy. He'll play he'll play with you. He'll you know, he'll hang out. It's he's a good dude. That's it. That's all I had. I don't know if you had any more shout out. Okay. Um, um, I myself don't. I spent more time this week actually working on uh, this is my job. It was nuts this week. You know, some things have been going on. We're trying to keep everything calm and organized but at the same time I'm trying to push the episodes as much as I can so I haven't been able to communicate with everybody as much as I'd like to but you know I, I really like that you've uh, you know you've gone on out of your way and you've tried to get as much feedback with the show as we possibly can and that's absolutely great um, I will say that I have communicated with um, Ashley Baird uh, on her stream, and she shout us, uh, shout us out, uh, shouted us out a couple times. You know, really appreciate that. It goes a long way. And because of that, um, one person had a little interest, and I was able to actually send them then the link, and it got us two plays on episodes after doing that. Right. Her name was Tay. Yep. Thanks for listening, Tay. So this is um, a quote from a movie. What is your name, uh, Chris Kringle? Sinterklaas, Per Noel, Babo Natalia, Pelsnickel, Topo Gijo. <laughs> <laughs> the Santa Claus one. That's the good one. 
Oh, there you go. I'm glad you liked that. Uh, Clark, this has been Getting Old. Cause I've heard the time of my life, and this is getting old too.